0: to share a theme. This week's theme is foreign language favourites. So we've got a playlist in the description and we want you to follow along as we say track one, you go listen to the track, or you can listen to them all before. We don't care, we just want you to have heard them. As always, I'm joined by Katie.
1: Good morning Jamie, how are you today?
0: <laughs> Alright, doing away as always.
1: Good, I'm bitterly depressed, thank you
0: for <laughs> asking. Glad to see lockdown is still treating you good.
1: I am emotionally bereft. Let's listen to some foreign language tunes.
0: Yes, <laughs> I'm just constantly raging, so it'll be nice to hear something that's not in English. For
1: have you like, have you ever been this sad?
0: Yeah, but like I don't know if I've ever been this angry. I'm, I'm okay, Getting angrier right. and angrier <laughs> as time I goes on. Been well, like, <laughs> let's keep it light.
1: Light me never. <laughs> is my last pick for this one depressing can we just can i can i i'm last up this week so it's fine oh thank god my last pick is depressing though
0: (laughs) (laughs) kind of kind of yeah right
1: let's get into it
0: okay katie you're first up what have you got
1: thanks jamie my first pick without being bold and trying to say it in german is the robot by kraftwerk but in german thanks
0: track one 1, how do you say that was The Roboter in German
1: Uh ich bin Katie ich komme aus Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> ich have an Irish Vesta
0: that was The Roboter by Kraftwerk
1: This is sehr gut
0: aye I like that track
1: I like craftwork a lot.
0: My thing is, right, with craftwork, is I don't Mm. think I could just sit and listen to them though. I think I'd have to be doing something.
1: Oh, okay, I get that, I get that, it's very doing something music.
0: It's quite minimalist, and because of that it struggles to hold my attention. Right, okay. Um, I do like it though, and I really (laughs) like the beats, it's funny, it's like one of these things that I just find myself glazing over at though. Right, right. Unless I'm doing something.
1: I like to have it on in the background when I'm doing stuff.
0: See, it is good kind of like playing a game or cooking totally. or yeah. driving or whatever. You don't know. get
1: me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I can throw it the fuck down to Kraftwerk.
0: Mm. Like, I think this would be amazing to see live.
1: Oh my God, I would love to see Craftwerk so much.
0: Imagine just like sitting having a drink and that's on. I'd be like, yes.
1: Oh, d- for sure. So you don't know Kraftwerk super well, am no, I correct? not at that all decision? really. Oh yeah, okay. actually
0: a wee note for now, just before we go into this, Spotify versions in English, because Spotify are mad xenophobic people who just refuse to have the German versions of... They're uh,
1: anti-German. Yeah. We don't fuck with that. No. Yeah, so in their live shows, they have like the most amazing visuals in the background and one of my absolute favourites is they have... You ever see the video for Dire Straits, Money for Nothing?
0: Yes, like the terrible, well, I say terrible at the time, it was like revolutionary animation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the kind of like borderline sucky wireframe animation.
0: Love it, love it.
1: Right, so there's like a wireframe head Mm. of, I believe the lead singer's name is Rolf.
0: Rolf? Like Rolf Harris?
1: Yeah, but it's got some umlauts in it, because, you know.
0: Because he's not a pedo.
1: Oh, his name's Ralph, excuse me. Okay,
0: it's all good. It's all good. No association. My
1: apologies, Ralph. But yeah, it's like a wireframe model and it's kinda creepy, but at the same time, it's super, super cool. There's a video on YouTube and I watch it like all the time because it's one of my favorite music videos. I don't even think it's like an official music video or anything. Yeah. But it's got the four members of Kraftwerk standing and when they play this song. Two of them stand in and like, look at each other. Their, their synths are faced at each other. Yeah. And it's really, really cool because they're made up so that their faces look almost plastic. Okay. And their hair is kind of like gelled right down. And the footage is cut in with... They had these models made of themselves. Sure. And their lips are projected on the models. So it looks like they are robot speaking. Nice. And it's so fucking co- It's, like, very... I can't remember when this was released. Like, the 70s? 70s. 70, yeah, 80. 78. It's very, very late 70s, early 80s, and it's super fucking cool.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it um, gives me kind of, like, big Blade runner vibes, you know, that kind of era of sci-fi.
1: Yes. It's that kind of... What do you call that? Uh, Retro-futurism? Kind of very much... That is exactly what I was about to say, you mind-reading bitch. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's very retrofuturistic futuristic, and it's also from. This is from the album The Man Machine. Yes, and it's got that iconic cover of the four of them in that very like Russian art style of the four of them in the red shirts and the black ties, mm-hmm. like dark hair all swept back. You know, pale pale white skin looking over towards their left. Yes, and it is just the whole aesthetic of craftwork. It's so fucking cool.
0: It's strong. It's
1: so out of its time. And so revolutionary. And we would not have bands and aesthetics working the same way that they do now mm. without Kraftwerk.
0: It absolutely bleeds artificiality, their aesthetic. Totally.
1: Totally. I think that's so cool.
0: Yeah, it really is. And you can feel it through the minimalism in their music as well. It's very yeah. simple, but it feels mechanical because of that.
1: Absolutely. But you're saying like, the artificial nature of it. Mm. So here I'm about to throw down some music theory. Not like proper music theory, not talking about like crochets and quavers and all that shit, but like crochets.
0: Crochets. (laughs) Crochets. Crochets.
1: Crochets. Cross stitches as well. (laughs) I get two points for this song. Okay. Because Some of it's in German, some of it's in Russian.
0: Yeah, I heard Robotnik there. And I was like, Jesus, are they into the old Sonic the Hedgehog?
1: No, you dumb bitch. (laughs) So, they sing two lines in Russian throughout. I am your servant, I am your worker, right? Mm. Big, big socialist energy. We love that from Kraftwerk. Mm. However, the word robot comes from a Czech word, which means servant. Yes. So love that energy artificial servant you know something created Mm. in order to serve big vibes of that from the song
0: yeah it does and like the artificial aesthetic ties them to that kind of socialistic image as well it's not just because it's bright red but the way it's structured as well is reminds me very much of kind of traditional soviet
1: oh does it really i don't know anything about soviet hot jams
0: and not necessarily music i mean but like in terms of like their design work and their like yeah. leafleting and stuff like that.
1: Well, the art style is specifically stolen, not stolen, appropriated. Um, <laughs> inspired from, by. Inspired by a very specific type of Russian art. Yeah. It's super cool. That's my assessment. Kraftwerk, <laughs> the roboter. This is super cool.
0: S is uber cool?
1: This is uber kalt.
0: This is uber cult. <laughs>
1: Somebody who can actually speak German is listening to this right now and being like, will you shut the fuck up?
0: Will you fucking stop trying to speak German? (laughs) It's not going well for you.
1: Like, I can't even tell you how hard I bombed standard good German. (laughs) Oh my god, I have such a hard time with languages. Mm. I can't even begin to tell you. I tried to learn fucking, how do you say it, Gaelic? Gaelic, yeah. Thank you. Yep. too many consonants. Not enough sense.
0: (laughs) There's a lot, there is a lot
1: a B and an H. Make whatever the fuck you want them to be.
0: A V? Also a...
1: No, that's an M and an H. B oh, that H. is
0: an M and H, yeah. B and H is, yeah. Like a G sound, isn't it? Like. Ugh.
1: It could be anything you want, Jamie.
0: <laughs> Moving gently across the border now, we have Romance Noir by Double Nexty. Blackpink. That was romance No More by double mixty i'm sorry katie oh, i your know your apology
1: you... is accepted
0: katie hates these guys we saw these guys last year they were supporting desire and chromatics and me and the two other folk we're with cami and joanna hello if you're listening hi guys we're really into them because you know it's like fun club music but with dramatic french being spoken over the top of it i think. Once you see it live, especially with like the stage setup, which was one of the most impressive stage setups I've ever seen—not just theirs, but the ones this year with Desire and Chromatics—was so well done that it really sold the span to me. Uh, yeah, I think once you see them live, you'll get it.
1: An important caveat, though, friends. <laughs> I've seen it live, right? I fucking hate it.
0: The guy did have a big, long emo fringe that he kept sweeping out his hair, oh, his face.
1: Would not stop. weeping. just what just... the. I'll, I'll get scissors, I'll cut off.
0: You had a beast and sweat band on as well. It was like 2009 came to oh. life on stage.
1: They were aggressively French. Not that that's a bad thing in any means, but they, they oozed a the Frenchness, and I was like...
0: It was a bit bizarre to walk from Glasgow into this is the kind of thing you expect to hear in a fucking pretentious Parisian club. Absolutely. And you're walking in to SWG3, and then suddenly this is, you're hit by this. Hmm. And I was like, yes, this is great. It does have that signature Johnny Jewel style, because he produced this.
1: You're going to have to tell the people who Johnny Jewel is.
0: Jonathan Jewel is the third Jojo. No, he is the guy that writes the music for Chromatics and Desire, and a bunch of other stuff. He did the soundtrack to Drive. He is also a mad pretentious walloper. (laughs) Absolute villain of the highest order. I've never seen a man so vehemently hate a crowd who was enjoying his music <laughs> before. Like,
1: I did, I did feel victimised by his presence, I will be honest.
0: He, would, he just constantly got into scraps with the crowd. Like, I can't yeah. believe that. And, yeah, I, I really love chromatics, and I also enjoy Desire. And yeah. I like these guys, despite him. He is a brilliant musician, though. Yeah. Just an arrogant fucking walloper.
1: <laughs> See, we've not really got any real problem with... The music, I, j- I find it boring.
0: Uh, see, I like it. I-, I think musically especially. You know, the vocals are a bit kind of, I think they're meant to be kind of background, if you get what yeah. I mean. It's meant to more get you to a feeling than have any kind of meaning. Mm. But I think the music is great stuff to dance to.
1: To be fair, the lyrics could have no meaning whatsoever because, again, I don't
0: speak French. No, from a minimal understanding of French, I I didn't get that.
1: <laughs> it hasn't been at all, We could be seeing some really horrible stuff.
0: I they could not. be listing the ingredients to against our sandwich, which oh would God. I actually want it. I want a club oh song which God. just goes up and is this is like <laughs> bacon, lettuce, tomato. That's the only ingredients I could think of. By the way,
1: crazy amounts so of nuts. <laughs>
0: The sandwich is not suitable for vegans just with a duns, 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 duns underneath it. <laughs>
1: Sodium <damn>. oh, nice. glories. <laughs> that, that would be very good. I would like that.
0: I, I like this track. It's got big house vibes as well, but it has a nice selection of sample sounds and mm. it does get me where I want to go in terms of a, where, you know, a nice clubby track to listen to.
1: Where is it you want to go?
0: Who knows the moon i don't know <laughs> like, i'm
1: sorry i got too, i got too real there
0: i know when you, you asked me that i, was just like, I don't know it you
1: gets... wait, go, go outside it's a lockdown
0: <laughs> it's more of a feeling than a place but it kind of captures that for me and yeah sure. it's banging to dance too wouldn't know don't you hate dancing though so. I,
1: I feel really bad. Like I like this music hasn't for me. There's nothing. There's nothing inherently bad or wrong about it. I just find it boring. I don't I really like house music. I don't really like clubs. I don't like anywhere where I'm obligated to sweat or dance.
0: See, I'm not the biggest on clubs or kind of house music or that. But I I do like a wee dance, and oh, there's the odd clubby or house track that I kind of like. And I do have a real soft spot for trance. Yeah. Oh, and happy hardcore. But that's just cause... You are truly
1: you are your father's son.
0: Aye. I, I certainly am. Aye. I, I think that's just from like when we grew up though, as well. Yeah. Just folk blasting like happy hardcore and like DJ Bad Boy, which has a really soft you... spot for me.
1: Yeah, if you put on Gary McKef, I'm not gonna ask you to turn it off, but that's a nostalgia thing.
0: Hmm. I think this transcends that for me and it's more just kind of it's got a good feel to it. Hmm. And yeah. It's good to cut shapes too. Yeah, shapes. cut some shapes. To, cut some shapes to that tune, yeah. Cut this. <laughs> never, never.
1: <laughs>
0: you could also cut shapes to this next track. Just different shapes. You
1: can cut shapes, but they better be on fire. It's Kindalust by Ramstein. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Track three. Kinda loose.
1: I would give my left tit to see Rammstein live.
0: Yes, it would be fucking incredible. Oh, it would be so good. Like, that song as well is just so good. So driving. And I love the way it builds. Yeah, it's so good. The drum change from the second verse has been slightly more loose. to give it a bit more of an edge and everything just feeling slightly more loose and into that explosion where the uh, keyboard kicks in and and he shouts, er, Yeah. what a song. It's really, really good. So you only got into Rammstein a couple of years ago, right?
1: I did, yeah. It was you that got me into Rammstein. I've never been a particularly massive fan of, as my father would probably say, heavy rock and roll. So yeah, no, I, I only got into Rammstein maybe a couple of years ago. But I really like them. Really, really like them.
0: Yeah, um, they. I think they transcend metal, but it's that kind of industrial edge to them that I, makes it yeah, something I, different. I love...
1: Is it not... New Deutsche Hart?
0: I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't know the, like, the sub genre.
1: I think it's New Deutsche Hart, which is like New German Hard, as in hard metal, hard rock, whatever. I
0: would still class them as industrial for their oh, use yeah, of no. sense. You know, it's like them, Nine Inch Nails. You can hear the similarities in like, sound.
1: Yeah, but at the same token, you've got bands like KM, FDM, mm-hmm. who are also New Deutsche Hart. And they're also industrial. So like I would say it's a kinda crossover genre Mm -hmm. from my understanding of it. But like that's just semantics. That really is just semantics.
0: To be honest, we couldn't have a list with foreign language favourites and not include Rammstein. They're far too influential.
1: It would hurt me physically to not have Rammstein on it.
0: I think it would hurt everyone. I mean, they're just too important a band, especially to, you know, people who aren't from English speaking countries.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, they say, I think, is the leader Till Linderman? Is that how you pronounce his name?
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, Till Linderman.
1: Well, he said that the reason that they do all the pyrotechnic stuff in their shows is because they know that most of their fans don't speak German, so they want to at least have something to look at.
0: Yeah, and their shows are visually spectacular.
1: They've all been certified as pyrotechnicians. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it doesn't surprise me the amount of fire they use. Their staging is me, incredible.
1: Yeah, that makes me so happy. They have like dildos that shoot fire.
0: <laughs> they are fun as well. Yeah. I, I have to say, like, I'm as I get older, like I lose interest in certain aspects of metal. But Ramstein kind of stick with me, and yeah. I think it's partially the industrial edge they've got to it. But Till Lindemann himself sells Ramstein to me.
1: He does. He does. He, he is really does. such
0: a charismatic frontman. Yeah. And it's his vocal line for that song that is the strongest part. Like, I
1: think he's got a really good voice as well.
0: He does. And he was using it like very kind of graphing and rhythmically for the verses. And then for the chorus where he needs to take it melodically. He absolutely yeah. does and knocks it out of the park.
1: Yeah, like you contrast and compare this against, say, sauna or angles or whatever. Which are far more kind of melodic. Yeah. But his voice is great. I really like it.
0: Katie, would you like to tell the story of what happened to you earlier today while listening to Rammstein?
1: Okay, yeah. This requires a small amount of explanation. I live very near a place called Cercantellac and it has a small area of something called shared space, which is an area of road that is designed to be used by both pedestrians and cars. Mm -hmm. And it is as gloriously unsafe as it sounds. So the shared space in Cercantellac is a crossroads. Yeah. So I was coming back and I was driving with the windows down listening to rammstein and i have the music quite loud in my car and i couldn't get through the cross like people just nobody was giving way to anyone so i just screamed fuck this i hate kirky and put my foot down and pulled through the cross and then realized that i had screamed it and everyone was staring at me and i'm just listening to fucking sauna like, <laughs>
0: like the thing that makes that even funnier for me Mm. Than old women just glaring at you and tutting, is the fact that you had Sona in the background, so it's this very dramatic German music. You <laughs>
1: like, know,
0: just possessed by the drama of that track,
1: <laughs> like, absolutely.
0: screaming yeah. as you floor it out of Kirky.
1: Yeah, in a in a twenty mile an hour zone, so I'm doing like nineteen to be safe, but I'm flooring it at nineteen. <laughs> ramsteiner good. Fuck the shared space. Next track, Jamie.
0: Next up, we have the Spanish version of Evidence by Faith No More. Track four. Smoothest Faith No More song right there. Evidence, the Spanish version from the deluxe edition of King for a Day, Phil for a Lifetime.
1: Can I ask two questions? Yes. Okay, question number one. How many languages does Mike Patton speak? And question number two is, how hard does he fuck?
0: <laughs> Answer number two first, very hard. And the first one, fucking Hunters. That's not the only foreign language version of this track. There's also a Portuguese version.
1: And he speaks Italian too, right? He
0: speaks Italian as well. I think because Faith the Moor has a huge following in South America. But, really? Yeah, absolutely massive following in South America. Oh, there you go. So that's why they started doing Spanish and Portuguese versions of Evidence.
1: Ah, oh, that's clever! Get the people in!
0: Yeah, and it's cool. He, he does it, and he. I don't know if he actually speaks both those languages. I would assume he does, because it's Mike Patton and the man's a maniacal genius, but... Yeah,
1: there is
0: that. So, yeah, I, I love that track. It comes from probably one of the weirdest eras of Faith No More. King for Day, Fool for a Lifetime is a strange album where they just lost Jim Martin on guitar, because him and Patton didn't get on. It's the album, like, it immediately follows Angel Dust, which is your favourite, Katie.
1: Yes, yes, it is. I like Angel Dust.
0: Yeah, so they don't have Jim Martin. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Roddy Bottom is going for rehab as well, so he has a minimal presence on the album. Okay. But it, and they have, like, an interim guitarist who I think also worked with Mr. Bungle. Right. So this is the most Patton centric Faith No More album. Okay, and it's wild. So it varies from very jazzy numbers like Evidence and Star E D and Just the Man to hard metal tracks like The Gentle Art of Making Enemies and Ricochet. It's it's one of the most varied albums, but I just love it. I think it's such a strong, strong piece of music. Yeah, and I think the hook in this is so good. Hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I could only concentrate on how hard he fucks. Hmm. Very it, sexy song.
0: It is, and having seen it live, it's very, very sexy.
1: Did your stoner pierce the heavens?
0: Pretty much. (laughs) It's like the little details in the track, like the strings doing little staccato notes during the chorus, just to emphasize the beats. Mm like kind of dun, 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 dun. I absolutely adore that. Yeah. And while I hate playing guitar like that, love hearing it.
1: Hmm. Why do you hate playing guitar like that?
0: Don't like playing jazzy guitar. It's not my kind of thing. Ah, Fair enough personal preference
1: that's entirely fine
0: (laughs) yeah it takes a level of skill and I guess interest I just don't have in Mm. that style
1: I suppose does that speak to the talent of faith no more that they can you know play in all these different styles then
0: it is bizarre like like I said it is an album that varies greatly in style so they go from like this very smooth very soulful very mellow piece like this, to singing about how he wants to eat shit in Cuckoo for Kaka, and oh. well, I say singing, screaming. Love that. Despite all the differences in the album, it still comes together as this really strong unified presence that is just mm. incredible to listen to. Mm. I would recommend it. It is probably one of Faith No More's harder sells. Like you okay. You'll get more accessible tracks on Angel Dust and The Real Thing. Mm-hmm. Even probably on Album of the Year and Sol Invictus. It's probably their right. most obscure to get into, but it's really good.
1: Well, give it a
0: shot then. Mm. What do you think of that track, Key? Yes, good. <laughs> I know you like Jim Martinier of Faith No More.
1: I mean, do I? Is that is that Angel Dust? Is that yes. what that is? Okay, I think it's difficult to make an assessment of Faith No More in a kind of general capacity because, like we said, there's so much variation in Faith No More's output. As a whole. So when it comes to the band, I kind of just take everything on a track by track basis.
0: I think it's best like you, can,
1: you can almost forget that these songs are all by Faith No More because they're just so different.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, I like it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't sit down and listen to it. Mm. But it's another one, if you put it on, probably wouldn't ask you to turn it off. I'm not offended by it or anything, you know?
0: Yeah. I I'm, absolutely. The yeah. song gets rammed in my head from time to time. Oh, does it? Yeah, it's one of my favourite Faith favorite, songs. It's just mad to see how much they evolve, album by album. Mm-hmm. Speaking of something that might be considered a hard sell, Katie, you're up next.
1: Okay, disagree. This is Envy, worn heels in the hands we hold. How good was that?
0: Absolutely fantastic. Envy always are... Fucking great, though.
1: I fucking love
0: Envy. You've got to see how that's a hard sell, though. I mean, I kind
1: of guess, but not
0: really. Don't really yeah. Like, I don't know if you could get like Joe Public to sit down and be like, "Look, this is like Mogwai. someday had like you know, stubbed our toe and was screaming over it. He's also Japanese."
1: <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: I put this on. Well, I put on um, Further Head Warp and work once, and was told that that wasn't appropriate for a shop. So, all right,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell him to fuck off?
0: Uh, yeah, but then I, I just put someone else on.
1: That's just so rude.
0: Like, Jamie, why is that man screaming so much? Just like, look, he's only screaming for bits, he's also talking.
1: He's got a lot on, okay. <laughs> anyway, I got really into Envy. I didn't even realise I was really into Envy. So, the lead singer of Envy, Tetsuya Fukagawa. Oh,
0: oh you're god, very I'm good right. at pronunciation.
1: Oh my god, I'm trying really hard. I'm sorry. I just can't say names. He did the lyrics to the Mogwai song I Chose Horses, which is on Mr. Beast, which is one of my favourite albums because it's got Otto Rock and Glasgow Mega Snake on it. Yeah, so I didn't even realise that I was like into Envy, but there we are. Got really into them. Got really into this song. Don't really like Screamo. It's more palatable in Japanese, Jamie.
0: I love Screamo, right? But I don't think I would even class Envy anywhere near it
1: oh would you not go wikipedia does it? i can't argue with wikipedia
0: oh it's too atmospheric for that it's screamo i think is maybe more immediate
1: okay okay
0: for me it feels like mogwai or something like that it's it's
1: yeah it's too arty
0: for fan. yeah it's it's too arty for fucking screamo fuck you wikipedia screamo
1: like, it, it is listed as the second genre of which they partake
0: i get say fuck it's no screamo
1: I'm glad I have your clarification. I, it does... Edvy is a Japanese screamo band formed in Tokyo. Fuck right off. I just Take out one word
0: there and I agree.
1: They're a Japanese band formed in Tokyo?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Okay, hang on. I'm going to log into Wikipedia and edit this. I Do just it. saw somebody uses as my fucking ears.
0: Yeah, um, no, I, I can see why they come across as screamo. Because they are very yeah. screamy at points. But they're also... You know, they speak and, you know, it's more yeah. than just... I don't know. For me, I associate screamo with closer to emo music, and I don't hear emo in that. I hear emotion, yeah. but I don't hear emo. Oh, we're
1: getting down to the we're getting down to the nitty gritty It's closer, here, aren't
0: we? Like, would you call Mogwai emo? Because I think that's closer to Mogwai than anything no, else. No, because
1: Mogwai don't have lyrics, so they're like
0: but they do in some songs.
1: Aye, but nah.
0: Like, would you call uh, Cody emo? Would you call "Come On Die Young" the track emo?
1: Right. First of all, just say Cody. Nobody thinks you're clever because you know it stands for Come On Die Young. Son. I mean
0: the actual song's called Come On Die Young.
1: No, the actual song is called Cody.
0: Oh yeah, the album's called Come On Die Young. Uh huh Sorry, I got them confused.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay, don't worry about it. Would you say Tracy? Yeah,
0: not. No, sorry, Tracy doesn't have lyrics, fuck. Would you say <laughs> are you still into it as emo?
1: No. I don't think
0: I would. No. I'm not sure. I, I don't I don't buy that as Screamo. Sorry.
1: Okay.
0: I'm making my stand here. But I gives... just want
1: you to know I'm not invested in this being screamo. Like I have no horse in this race. I
0: know it just like, it, it feels grander than screamo. I think calling it screamo is a disservice to the music.
1: Like is screamo that bad though?
0: No, but I wouldn't say that this was necessarily screamo.
1: Okay. I don't want us to break up over Envy being screamo. I actually don't agree with any <laughs> of this. I because. Again, functionally speaking, I don't give a shit.
0: Hmm.
1: It's just good tunes.
0: Yeah, I love the the sound that they have. Their guitars. I love I mean, the
1: grandness of it.
0: Yeah, it does feel deep. It does. The And again,
1: have... don't know what you're saying could be as deep as a puddle, Jamie.
0: Hmm. Oh, I, like musically, like I think they do quite a lot to really emphasize the grandness. Like it's all yeah. tremolo pick. The amount of delay and reverb on that. It's just, it sounds like on a grand scale. It's like it's like how shoegaze music uses chorus and reverb to make things sound big and empty. But they've mm. kept more body in it than a lot of shoegaze does.
1: This is going to sound really silly, but Envy sounds warm to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot to do with the tremolo picking, actually. For some reason, oh, that gives me... The way that they pick is always ascending as well. And that mm. makes me feel like, you know, you're rising up. Yes. Which evokes warmness
1: right okay yeah i get this feeling from mogwai as well like, like songs like auto rock yeah they make me feel cozy mm. i don't i don't understand what it is like and they're both very epic songs but there's something about like a lot of envy's output a lot of mogwai's output like a lot of post-rock that makes me feel quite warm and cozy yeah and i cannot tell you why i cannot explain the finer point of it but i like the feeling it is good
0: it's in the production, I think. Like think? for me, yeah. on Mogwai's tracks they shove like a crackle over the top, and that gives it kind of warmer, recordy feel, mm. and nostalgic almost as well. And Envy do similar tricks in their yeah. production. Anyway, go listen to Envy. A I like
1: Envy. listen to Envy. They are they are Dino. They are really. I good. I can't believe
0: the music video for that on YouTube only has like one thousand seven hundred views.
1: Listen, like that's a good thing though, because that means that there's more people that we get to introduce to Envy
0: i know i always just assume everybody knows about envy though
1: for some reason i do as well i was sitting thinking in the car today i was like i've chosen dead obvious songs Mm. i've chosen dead obvious bands and maybe people aren't going to like the choices because i feel like i've just been too obvious about it Mm. and then envy has a thousand views on youtube and i'm like "Mm, maybe i've actually been okay with my choices
0: well i like your choices because I would've I would, I I would sure have picked you. Thank you. I would have picked like half ears if you hadn't picked them. So
1: Oh this is nice. This is a nice moment This is having. a
0: loving. This is a loving.
1: Do, 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 <laughs> do. the microphone pick that up, please say yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course it did. Hell yeah. From the serenity of envy, we're moving on to "Here Compt Alex by D. Totenhosen. <laughs> So that was an art track that was introduced to me by the Guitar Hero games. Here comes Alex by D. Totenhosen
1: Did you know that they had their own Sing Star game?
0: Did they actually?
1: Yeah, I just looked up on Wikipedia. Holy shit! Because that was right. So, D. Totenhosen means the dead trousers. Yeah, which right?
0: is which is the literal translation. The kind of what it means is this place is boring. Is the kind yeah, of it, that it also
1: means my boby doesn't work. Oh, does it? Yeah, apparently so. But I was looking that up because I was like, The Dead Trousers, that's a weird name for a band. Mm. And here it's Your Bobby Doesn't Work or You're Bored Shitless. So yeah. that's cool. That's fun. But yeah, no, found out they have their own sing, Star Game, Well, Stuff, love that.
0: Yeah, this is an absolutely fucking brilliant track. Yeah. So they were formed in the punk scene in Disseldorf in the early 80s. And they came to prominence just in Germany. By making good punk music. I mean,
1: they could have done worse.
0: True, true. Aye, their name literally translates to The Dead Trousers, but it means this place is boring, or there's nothing here. Or, or your it really doesn't, doesn't work.
1: work. Which is tragic, and if that's a thing that troubles you, then there is help available.
0: So I did a bit of research about this track before we start listening, because I was just like, other than the fact that I knew that I liked the song and that it was in a Guitar Hero game, I knew fuck all about it. So I was like, I'll take a wee look. Take a wee gander on the old Wikipedia, And here I found out that they were sent in 1990 to Italy to cover the World Cup because they are massively into football. They were sent to report on the World Cup for German media.
1: That's so fun. Okay.
0: They they were huge in Germany at the time. So they did have like a big bit of culture. Uh, This song comes from a concept album. Based okay. on *A Clockwork Orange* by Anthony Burgess, and oh. so here comes Alex. Is about obviously Alex from *A Clockwork Orange*.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and it does. It is like a good kind of intro to that book. I would say, like it does it's have vibes of it. Like if they were going to do like a punk opera version of it, which I would kill to see.
1: Would you not? Though that would be so good.
0: Yeah. So they released an English version of this track as well, in the UK only. It didn't do as well, and it wasn't as good, if I'm being honest. Stick. <laughs> you should stick to singing in your original languages. It always does better. Stay true to yourselves.
1: Hey, that's true both in life and in Eurovision.
0: Mhm. True. But yeah, no, I, I really like this song. It gives me a bit kind of killing joke or protest punk music.
1: Totally. Well, they were <laughs> protest punk, weren't they? They were quite political.
0: Yeah, yeah. Leftist as yeah. fuck, anti-Nazi. No, they are cool. And if you haven't listened to Detonators, and go check them out if you're into punk music, because they are I will do that. Fantastic.
1: I will do that.
0: Katie, this is your last Hi. track now.
1: Everyone will be like out Oh, thank fuck! It's her last track. Well, <laughs> ah, I'm coming at you with the French version of "Protect Me from What I Want" by Placebo, called "Enfoncer Protège-Moi."
0: So in the third attempt to come back in from that, thank you Discord for killing our connection three times. Mm. Katie, why did you pick that tune?
1: I was a wee bit worried about picking it to be honest, because sometimes I feel like I really have to justify how much I like placebo.
0: I don't understand why though; they're fantastic.
1: No, I know, and one of the best concerts I think I've ever been to was when we seen them at the Usher Hall. What was that like, three or four years ago?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it was twenty seventeen
1: there are thereabouts, but I don't know, I feel like a lot of people just dismiss them as being quite silly or camp or, I don't know, but I do feel like I have to justify liking placebo a lot
0: See, their music is dramatic possibly over dramatic yeah. at points and some of their lyrics do make me giggle.
1: My computer thinks I'm gay. I threw that piece of junk away on the Daily say as I was walking home.
0: This is my last communique down the superhighway where all people do all day stare into a phone. Is that? No, no, that's it. Too many friends. It's a great song. But see, the thing is, right, Placebo's lyrics can be a bit, you know, overdramatic and a bit camp. But I, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And their melodies are so fucking strong. I
1: just think their music's great and if you think that their lyrics are a bit over dramatic, and you don't speak French like I do <laughs> this is a great song
0: Right, I think Protect Me From What I Want, you were saying earlier that it's, you thought it was basic
1: Yeah I, uh, it's, sometimes I feel like it's a bit of a Billy Basic choice
0: I disagree, um, I think it's really simple and okay. it gets straight to the point, it's one of people's most stripped back tunes mm. it just does what it means to do Yeah, and Protege Moi is by far the definitive version of that yeah totally because the melody translates so well into French
1: yeah, I mean it helps that I think Brian Moko is fluent in French
0: yeah, where's he from again? Luxembourg
1: right, okay, he's from Brussels but he lived in Dundee but the band formed in Luxembourg but technically they formed in London and the bassist, he's Swedish very Um, international band very, very international. They've got a lot on, you know. They've mm. got a lot on.
0: But I think that song works really well musically. Just it's yeah. brooding as placebo always is, and then the chorus builds and it rises for the break. And it's so good. It's so yeah. good. When that organ kicks in, more organ. You
1: love an organ. You more love more organ. organ. It's so sinister.
0: Yeah. I love it. It is oh, it's fantastic. And it has that classic placebo chorus line slash hook where it just gets straight under your skin. You can hear for hours afterward in your head. You're going to be humming, protege moi, protege moi. I guarantee it.
1: I really like this song. And it was on the first placebo album I ever bought.
0: No, Sleeping With um, Ghosts. your first.
1: Sleeping With Ghosts was the first placebo album I, I ever bought. I bought it with my pocket money. Hmm. It was 1999 in HMV. And I had fourteen ninety nine because it had been on sale when i seen it the first time and my mum wouldn't give me the extra fibre so I had to wait another five weeks to buy it.
0: Hard times.
1: I know, you're telling me. It's a sad and sorry tale. <laughs> so what age were you
0: in 1999? Seven? Uh,
1: uh, uh, it was released in 2003 for a start.
0: Uh, oh, I, uh, I thought when you said it was 1999, I thought you meant the year.
1: No, it was nineteen and 99 pounds and ninety nine pence. In two thousand and three, I would have been eleven.
0: Mm. Prime age so... for
1: placebo. Oh yeah, my dad got me into placebo.
0: I can't. That's so strange to me. I can't believe. Well, I can't see your dad being into placebo. They're too.
1: My dad. Yeah, my dad really likes placebo. They're yeah. I know what you're about to say. They're too camp. Yeah. And he loves camp music.
0: He does. And well, I, th- I I think that is representative of your dad, he plays at being offensive. And... Oh yeah,
1: my-, my dad plays a character and that character is often not a person I would choose to be around. But yeah, no. some of his favourite songs are like Born to be Alive, Male Stripper, He Loves Placebo. His mm. favourite musical is Jesus Christ Superstar. Back to Placebo. Yeah. No, I like that song. It's in French.
0: Sleeping with Ghosts is not my favourite era of Placebo. Okay. I like it but I think it's probably, for me, one of their weaker albums. And I know that's sacrilegious, because it's actually a lot of people's favourite placebo album.
1: It's actually not. It's really not. It's just me.
0: Well, you say that, but it is their most listened to album on Spotify. It is, really? Yeah, it's the the first one that comes up when you look on their page on Spotify.
1: Oh, I'd reckon that's probably just because it's got the better end on it.
0: Yeah, well, there's a couple tracks, actually, and they're most played from that album yeah so yeah it is well liked but i do Mm. i do think that that's one of the better songs on it
1: i really like it and um protege moi was it was on the special edition which Mm. i didn't have i first heard it on once more with feeling which was their like a compilation of their singles that came out the year after sleeping with ghosts so this was like my second placebo album and it has all the good ones on it. Yeah. Apart from Come Home. The only single it didn't have on it up to that point was Come Home, which was a real pisser because that's a great song.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Um, but then I would say every single track on that first album is essential.
1: Yeah, same. And the second one. Um, but yeah, it had 20 Years, which was a new track. I Do, which is was a new track, which was not a great track. And it had Protege Moi" on it, hmm. which they released as a single. But yeah, I really, I really like that song. I really like Placebo. I think Placebo were great. I wish...
0: They have a bit of a—I oh, don't true. know. People seem a bit embarrassed by them now, and I don't—I don't get it, just because yeah. they're a bit dramatic. I—I I just don't see it.
1: Yeah, I wish Barry Moko would do something better with his hair. That's my only real suggestion to Placebo.
0: I just wish they put out new music. It's been a wee while since the last album.
1: Yeah, it has.
0: And that album was absolutely fantastic as well. Light Like Love was a great mm. album. I know you're not as keen on it, but I think it's really I'm not strong. Wild.
1: Yeah, I know. I know you really like it. It's got a couple of good songs on it, but I feel like that if Sleeping With Ghosts is your kind of like, it's okay, mm. then Loud Like Love is that for me. And, you know, I like it just fine. I do. But it does have the song with My Computer Thinks I'm Gay Still got it. a
0: fantastic hook in that song, though.
1: Too Many Friends is a bop, but his computer thinks he's gay.
0: It is, yeah. It is, that's terrible lyrics.
1: It's, it's fucking awful.
0: Uh, it's better than Battle for the Sun, though, come on.
1: Yeah, it's also better than, what was the one on Meds? Um, there's a, a song on Meds that has the lyric, a cock in a dildo's disguise. Uh,
0: I don't know. Meds, again, isn't one of my favourite placebo. I really,
1: I really like Meds. I like I really tracks really like off it. Meds. Yeah. And
0: I listen to them again and again. I don't listen to the full album. Yeah. I listen to Sleeping With Ghost more than I listen to Meds, actually. So uh-huh. maybe Meds is my kind of weak placebo album. Absolutely.
1: In happier news, though, Wikipedia has informed me that Placebo are putting the finishing touches on their eighth studio album, but it is on hold because of Covid. So that's one more thing to blame on the coronavirus. We don't get a new Placebo album as quick as we would
0: have. Bastards. Finishing us up for this week, something a bit less dramatic, a bit more fun, a bit more happy, It is Will It Come by Aspecia. <laughs> Yay. so that was will it come or kurukana by especia oh you're such a show <laughs> didn't have to google that to make sure that i was reading my hiragana right but
1: <laughs> no no hold on a minute give yourself some credit here because you did read it out the first time you said no i'm not sure about that you double checked and you were right so round of applause please for, for jamie
0: for being able to read basic hiragana
1: jamie i can't say the people's names <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they were actually an idol band mm. that started in 2012. I don't think they lasted very long. you know that. Yeah, I think only like four of them stuck together. I'm not really into the whole idol scene thing. I don't, I don't understand yeah. it. I'm a big gaijin when it comes to that kind of thing. But I uh, know I like this song. It gives me big Vaporwave vibes.
1: Yeah, the video is very Vaporwave. Love that.
0: Yeah, it's 2014, so it's before Vaporwave had really taken off as well. So it's a bit of ahead of its time yeah by a few years and yeah the synths and like the soundscapes that they use are so vaporwave it's unbelievable mm. i love it
1: they're really cool it's a cool
0: song it is and it, like it's like one of these ones i, I got recommended on spotify again thank you spotify <laughs> recommends those playlists are always fucking dino but it's one of these ones that i don't think you know many folk over here have heard of because you know it's a one-off shot from an idol band who have other good songs yeah. actually they all sound like this but I think it's got an absolute smashing hook with some good use of English in it Absolutely. as well. Slow motion and love story.
1: Well. Love story. Those are the bits I can sing along to.
0: <laughs> I couldn't sing along to the rest of it either. Oh, it does, wait, you'd
1: have a better chance than me, Jamie. Let's be honest here, darling.
0: It does give me like the vibe of something you'd find like, playing in like a mall as you walked through it in the 80s or like in the background of a faded VHS tape.
1: I was going to say, it gives me big Dan, uh, Dan Bell vibes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's something you'd hear in the Dead Mall series. If you've not watched totally. that, by the way, check that out. It's fucking great. It's so good. It, it again, has that warm feeling that Envy has. But yeah. I think they've deliberately added Crackle in the track to make you feel that with this one. Mm. I've never seen that video before, and it is a lot of fun. It is very fun. <laughs> but, you know, bad, like, kind of dire straits, money for an in style animation for it, the entire thing. But that's the point.
1: There's some quality fashions in that video as well, like the girl with the pigtails. I really want her bomber jacket. Yeah. So I really need to know? I need to know if they do that in a size fat.
0: <laughs> I think, yeah. Like that's the first time, like I really because I knew they were an idol band, but like actually watching the video, I was, I was like, oh, they're an actual idol band. They're an idol idol yeah. band. It's just such a weird choice for me to like put kind of idols in front of vaporwave stuff, but it makes it. it. But it,
1: yeah, I was gonna say it's super good and I like it.
0: Because I don't think that that music would sell itself on its own without the idols either. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I, it's a really jolly song, really upbeat, and I thought it'd be a nice way to end after Placebo <laughs> bring us back up and protect me from what I want to. Slow motion love story, will it come?
1: I'm really sorry that the fucking lockdown has me miserable. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: It's okay, I'll forgive you in time.
1: I should hope so. It's lovely and sunny outside though and that song was like a big like sunny outside vibe.
0: Yeah, I I I have to say this will be nice when everybody's back together and we can go outside and sit in a park and, you know, be one of these pricks that bring a speaker with them.
1: And listen to Especia.
0: What listen to fucking idol music
1: <laughs> Like Yeah.
0: Fuck yeah, man. Weebs need represented too.
1: Not sure if Discord picked up my sharp intake of breath there. Oh but... it
0: did, don't worry.
1: <laughs> oh good. Good.
0: We were interrupted during that last little bit there because my copy of Guru and Lagan arrived. So
1: And yeah, and I was like, Hey, did you know that Doro Hidoro's on Netflix now?
0: And we're claiming not to be fucking weeds. Yeah.
1: I just don't like to talk about it, it makes me feel bad.
0: <laughs> no, I mean me too, I be but I'm also fifty arrows into Persona five right now.
1: Yeah, and I'm getting really excited about playing it. Oh no, is, is no...
0: Xenoblade Chronicles? That's the one. can never remember whether
1: it's a Blade, a Chronicle, or a Saga that I'm about to play. Or a Gear. Oh, or a Gear. Oh god, there's so fucking many of them.
0: I know. So to keep up this happy vibe, next week's episode topic is Feel Good Hits of the Summer. So give us your happiest, sunniest tunes that keep you going during this locked-in bullshit. And we can all pretend we're listening to them outside or something.
1: And for once Maybe I won't just pick four depressing tracks
0: (laughs) Well you are ending next week So if you end this on like a fucking mad downer I'm going to kick your arse
1: Oh my god I have to absolutely drag the arse out the mood
0: (laughs) So let us know your choices for this week In the comments on YouTube Let us know your choices for next week on Twitter And until then I've been Jamie Katie's been Katie Stay safe everyone I Wash your
1: hands, tell your mum you love her.
0: Bye. Bye.